is the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Hey, America. Well, 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 how the tables have turned, regardless of how you view the pandemic at large. We have to admit, we are truly living in absolutely historic times. I want you to name another point in our lifetimes where we have faced the closure of public places, churches, stores, restaurants, schools, universities. Never before have theme parks, sports stadiums, and tourist attractions stood so idle. I think by now we can all agree that this is more than just the flu. Get with me, folks. Most doctors and nurses don't treat flu patients while they're wearing full hazmat gear. But regardless, if you think this is the end of the world or a governmental conspiracy targeting our president, it doesn't matter. It's important to realize the true impact of COVID-19. We're going to break it all down for you. Now, the bottom line is this. You guys spent last year licking ice cream and putting it back in the freezer out. Now, I want you to look what you did. Just look what you did you did why could you just stick to eating tide pods and drinking bleach now kids are out there licking public toilet seats like the moronic simpletons that they are for what viral fame you might not die from coronavirus by doing that but you're going to get a full taste test and germ infestation of some stranger's hairy butt now the danger in these current days isn't so much the actual virus but rather as we've seen the virus of panicking people i want you to take a deep breath, folks. I want you to relax. How shall we now live in times like these? In 20 years, when a Charmin commercial comes on, are we going to have flashbacks of CCR songs and Huey helicopters flying low over rice fields? Are we seeing exactly how weak we are as we idolize our own lives and survival with that save yourself at all costs and screw everybody else reaction? We're in this life together, folks. And guess what? We are all terminal. We're all, nobody gets out alive. We're all going to die. Now, I doubt you're going to die from COVID-19 or coronavirus or the politically incorrect Wuhan virus or Wuhan flu. We certainly aren't going to make light of the actual virus because there will be those out there with underlying conditions that unfortunately will actually die. Now, our thoughts and prayers are with you for sure. And I hope that no one does. But in this episode of The Chad Prather Show, we want to walk you through some actual threats, things that we know are really happening, and their necessary precautions. And for those who have ears to hear, perhaps we can also provide you with a little hope. I want you to hang tight and stay tuned. We're coming right back from Studio 22 with The Chad Prather Show. Hey, we witnessed what happened when the establishment Democrats, their corporate allies, and the media all came together to stop Bernie Sanders. They resurrected Joe Biden's campaign, which was DOA. Now, there's an important lesson right there. We're so much stronger when we stick together and work together. Now, Patriot Mobile is the only mobile phone provider that donates a portion of your monthly bill to organizations fighting for the values that you believe in, like the right to life, the right to bear arms. Uh, the religious liberties that we enjoy, and supporting veterans. Now, starting at $25 a month, Patriot Mobile plans come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. Plus, switching is super easy. 
Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Chad and get free activation when you use the offer code Chad. Plus, you're going to get a free gift. How about that? Now, when you open a new line, uh, you can do that by calling their customer service line, which, by the way, is U.S.-based, 972-PATRIOT. When you do that, they're going to take care of you, set you up, and guess what? You're going to get a free gift with it. Now, we need to stick together and support this great company. Who is supporting your values with every call you make? It's Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash chad. That's patriotmobile.com slash chad. Hey guys, welcome back to the Chad Prather Show. I have a special guest via Skype today. Uh, he is the pastor of Free Chapel. You've seen him in the news here recently. If you're paying any attention at all, uh, for very significant reasons, he is a best-selling author as well, and most recently his best-selling book, Acres of Diamonds. You need to get it, and it's uh, we're happy to welcome our friend, Pastor Jenison Franklin. Jenison, how's everything in Georgia, man? I'm doing good, Chad. How are you doing? I am doing well. We have braved the pandemic. We have come through it unscathed so far. Uh, how, how's the attitude of everybody there in Georgia, both in your congregation and the surrounding communities? Well, I don't know. I hadn't seen them in a week. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, but seriously, um, you know, it is a it is uncharted waters. It's a different time and. Um, you know, um, the communication has got to be different. We've got to become creative with our faith and figure out how to minister to people. So we had online church yesterday and I went in live with my whole worship team and we did church to empty seats, 3000 plus empty seats. And, um, it was an amazing experience though. We, over the last 24 hours have had over a million people stream that service and there was a little help added by the president because he encouraged people they called saturday and they the white house did and said the president wants to join your church service online because he feels like the nation needs encouragement needs faith now like never before would you be open to that and of course we were honored and the next thing I knew, I got off of a plane, Delta, in Atlanta. And when I did, my phone blew up. Uh, and and uh, he had tweeted about it. And so we've had over a million people view that that uh, service. And I think it's because people are really hungry for hope. I think you're right. And just to, just to bring people up to speed, you're right. Because if somebody would have called me and said the president wanted to watch one of my services, I would have said the president of what? You know, it's so I saw the tweets and I saw that President Trump, his idea was to watch a church service and it was your church service. Of course, I saw the tweets that were coming out. And it's amazing to me how the mainstream media did not pick up on that as big as I think they should have. You know, if anything, there was ridicule, as is always when it comes to President Trump. Um, But how was that? I mean, I know that you're a professional. I mean, and I say that tongue in cheek. You've done this for a long time. You're a communicator. And obviously, as a pastor, you've reached millions of people around the world through 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 television and through your outreach. But and, and also through your writing. How does this how did that affect? Did it change anything about your approach, knowing that the leader of the free world was participating in your church service? 
That's such a great great question. Absolutely. I mean, I can't pretend that that didn't affect us. And we certainly, you know, gave it everything that we had. I I had my message. What was strange is when I got the message, you know, together, I really felt strong about it. I felt confident about it. I felt like it was a word in season because I, I was preaching on choose faith over fear. And it is a choice. You know, it really is a choice. And so uh, when we heard he was joining, I just really, uh, you know, you feel the pressure of it. And then you then you realize, well, I didn't ask for this. I didn't put myself in this position. This must be God's doing. He's he's in control. He knows what he's doing. And I'm just going to do what he my whole life has prepared me to do. Preach the gospel and let him take care of the results. And that's a beautiful thing. I mean, as far as an act of service goes, I think it was you had the opportunity to speak and preach the gospel to the president, which is you you were ministering to our leadership, which is an amazing honor, I would think. And and as you said, just a just a great privilege. But you know, a lot of folks criticize President Trump, and, and they say, well, you know, is he a Christian, blah, blah, blah. And I said, but the bottom line with President Trump for me is he protects my Christian faith, and he's done so, a fantastic job of doing that. Uh, regardless of what his relationship with the Lord is, he's protected my relationship with the Lord, and, I, and I'm for that. How much do you think at this stage in the game for America, all the other nations aside – how much is faith going to play in this supposed pandemic? Well, I think that I think that pastors and churches are at a defining moment. I think that we must become first responders. Um, if if the church is silent, if the church doesn't take the front, others are going to define us as useless, a bunch of mouth and talk with no action. We have to lead. We have to become first responders of hope, of faith, and in action in, in very practical ways. And sometimes we think if we can't do big things, then, then it's not important. That is absolutely not true. So one of the things that we're working on at our ministry is what can we do for our elders? Can we organize teams to go fulfill prescriptions? And, you know, without action or without interaction, provide action like meals and 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 not having to touch them because they're afraid they're mm-hmm. they're in homes and the elderly and those who are infirmed and those who have are, are are vulnerable to this disease they're afraid but we can go get prescriptions filled we can bring online services we can do what we do uh, so well and i think the message of faith now is greater than ever you're either going to live a fear-based life or a faith a faith-based life right and you got to choose you got to choose and for me i'm so thankful that i you know everybody's going through this but everything's better with jesus including trouble right and you have obviously multiple campuses with Free Chapel, and so you're accustomed to doing what you have to do in order to build that sense of community 
uh, even though you have what we would refer to, I guess, as satellite locations. You're not hands-on with every single congregation across the country, but you have elders and leaders that are in those places, and you're equipping these leaders. So, you know, I've always said that the church, the American church specifically, has gotten in so many ways so consumer-driven and commercialized and ultimately disenfranchised because of that. And so many people are saying, oh, Lord, rescue me, get me out of here. But it's hard to do business when you're trying to go out of business. So what would your message be? to those leaders who have been perceived as uh, sensationalized, commercialized, and and people just don't feel like the church is the place to go for help. What's your response to the leaders? I think it's time to get back to the basics of loving people, helping people. We're here for you. We're here for the people. The church is not the buildings and the budgets. The church is the people. Our people are are why Christ came. Our people are why the Bible was given for times like these. It's not catching God by surprise. The Bible was given for times like these. And and we've got to keep praying. We've got to keep trusting. And we've got to keep encouraged because uh, we can't let, we're going to get through this. We're going to, this is going to Things are things are bad and they're going to get worse here. But it's it's kind of like it's short term pain for long term mm-hmm. gain. And we're going to become stronger. We're going to be more prepared because this probably won't be the first time that we go through this kind of interruption to the norm. We're going through a divine shutdown, meaning God's in control. But out of this, I think. Uh, we're going to learn. I think it's time for parents to be their children's pastor again. I think it's mm. time for families to gather in their homes and and worship God again. Cut the TV off. Cut the Internet off for a little while and just go around the room like we used to do when I was a kid and let the dad and the mom be the priest of the home again. And uh, and then, uh, you know, hear from our spiritual leaders And we're there to give. We're not there to get. We're there to minister. We're there to help. This is our brightest, greatest moment right now. And it's time for the church. You know, God loves first responders. Mm -hmm. In that story in the Bible, when the water was troubled, (laughs) the the man who got in first got a miracle. And I don't have time to break it down. But the point (laughs) is, God likes first responders. Get in the troubled waters quick, is what I would say to pastors. Let's open our parking lots for testing uh, centers. Let's open our houses of worship and turn them into feeding centers or whatever it is we need to do. And that's what we're mobilizing now. Yeah, I think that people are kind of enjoying the novelty right now. And and I say this, I can't believe I am saying this, but I believe it. I think people are in some ways enjoying the novelty of being, quote, quarantined. That, that's fine for three or four days, maybe a week. <laughs> After eight weeks of being shut in there, you got to find yourself. Like, you know, I joked yesterday. I said, uh, there's there's some strange lady on my couch. Turns out it's my wife, and she seems sort of nice. You know, it, people are going to have to get to know each other again. And I'm talking about within the family. And historically so, speaking, you know, the church was the church was – the place for welfare it was the place that took care of you know james says hey true religion is to take care of widows and orphans i mean this is what we're talking about here these people that are helpless and hopeless and there's not a lot of people who can go out of work for for four weeks and so we're seeing not just a panic of a of a quote virus but we're seeing the virus of people that are in a panic mode uh how long do you think this goes on I, I think that we're looking probably at a at a 
a peak time of two to four weeks is every from everything that I'm hearing two two to four weeks of peak time and then maybe a ranching down hope hopefully hopefully and that's what we're praying for and um, you know I love the fact that yesterday the the president declared a national day of prayer mm-hmm. because it's so important that we keep praying it, the prayer can stop the plague prayer can you remember the story in the Old Testament number 16 when Aaron ran out with the censer which is a type of intercessory prayer David said my prayers rise like incense mm-hmm. and God said Aaron run out and stand between the living and the dead and swing that censer, which represents prayer. What are we to do as Christians, as believers, in 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 the middle of a plague? We're to stand between the living and the dead, and mm-hmm. we are to pray, and we are to praise, and we are to look after our brothers and our sisters as ourselves. We are to take check up on our neighbors, check up on our the elderly in our neighborhoods, check up on our parents and people who are vulnerable. Uh, especially to this disease. I love what you came out in a statement. One of the things that you said was that that we've kind of separated ourselves from the priority of prayer. And you said, you know, we've got to learn again to pray in our churches, pray in our homes, pray in our cars. And I love what you said when you said, pray under our breath and and just at all times be in that place of prayer. Of course, Vice President Mike Pence, he began this corona um, this this whole thing of being the point man on this virus with prayer. And, of course, that picture went viral of him with the group that was there. And he caught a lot of flack for that. What do you say to those people outside of the church who say, okay, you guys don't believe in science. It's all about some mythical creature in the sky that you guys are believing in. What do you say to that unbeliever? I, I say that we are to do everything that we can do for ourselves that in this in the Bible in the book of Acts it talks about when Peter was in prison and the angel came and the doors opened automatically and the chains fell off it was all supernatural things and then the angel gives the strangest command he says put your shoes on mm-hmm. well you would think the shoes would fly across the room and, and lace themselves but God was saying you do what you can do and I'll do what you can't do and prayer is inviting God to do what we can't do Prayer is saying, God, we need a vaccine. We need wisdom. We need guidance. We need comfort. We need peace in the midst of this. And and when you pray, God moves. That's just a fact. And I believe that uh, that there are millions of people praying, and I'm convinced that those prayers are reaching heaven. Mm-hmm. And we can't stop. And I don't care what the critics say. We, you know, you listen to people like that, and you'll end up with a wrecked life. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to what we know works. God. The word, the Bible, faith, putting God first, and and thank God for our leadership. You know, the president's a very practical man, but I thank God that he, while he's working, unlike any president I've ever seen work for America. And where would we be if he hadn't built the economy as strong as it is? Where would we be if he had not reached out to the business communities and built the relationships that are now keeping us sustained? Uh, where would we be if we didn't have his leadership? I am mm-hmm. so thankful for this president. And and then on top of everything natural he does, he takes a moment and says, we do need God in America. Mm-hmm. It's prayer time in America right now. I believe those are words of wisdom right there. Pastor Jenison Franklin, the pastor of Free Chapel, of course, best-selling author. Uh, follow him on Twitter and also find him online. Uh, I always screw it up, jentisonfranklin.org. Am I correct on that? 
Yeah, or just at Jensen. They okay. Can, they can there. Yep. Perfect. There's not a lot of Jensen's out there. J-E-N-T-E-Z-E-N. There you go. My mother said that I, she said that she named me after Jansen underwear. So there you <laughs> Perfect. Pastor, thank you. Thank you for standing in the gap. Thank you for being a watchman. And thank you for doing what you do in your leadership in a time of supposed crisis, an actual crisis. We're thankful for you. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for what you did. Take care. Hey, folks, with all the talk about the coronavirus, people have stopped talking about the flu, which has killed 16,000 and hospitalized over a quarter million in the U.S. alone. And the season is not over. One of the best ways to avoid getting sick is a healthy immune system, which is why I fortify my body every day with Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. One scoop is a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables, which boosts energy and supports a healthy immune system. Doctors agree a diet of fruits and vegetables could reduce your risk of heart disease. Plus, Field of Greens is prebiotic, probiotic, and a great source of vitamins, fiber, and other nutrients. Just put one scoop in a glass of water, stir it, and you are done. And right now, you can save 15% off your first order with the offer code CHAD at BrickHouseChad.com. BrickHouseChad.com. Subscribe today. Save an extra 10% every single month. This is virus season, folks. Turn your immune system back into a brick house with Field of Greens. BrickHouseChad.com. BrickHouseChad.com. Hey folks, welcome back to The Mothership, which is Studio 22, as the Puppet Master Mark drives us into the nether regions where we find the deepest, darkest secrets of the Wuhan flu. The flu of Wuhan. The the Kung flu. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Are you panicked? Are you scared? Scare it? I'm not. I mean... You're not scared of the virus, but you admit we're living in weird, weird times. Very historic times. It's very Very interesting. Pretty cool um, to see, though. Like, we'll talk about this for the rest of our lives, won't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a strange thing. Strange things are amongst us. Things that I'm not sure even legal are happening uh, on the part of our government. Uh, I kind of feel like the iron boot has been placed on our necks in some ways. Uh, we're going to see how long this is going to last. What do you need to be concerned with? What do you need to think about? Well, I'll tell you the first thing you need to be concerned with. You need to go get this brand new CD. He's still your president. That's right. <laughs> There it is. That's the new single. You can get it wherever uh, digital downloads are offered. Apple, whatever, Spotify, Shopify, not Shopify, Amazon, Google Play, all the good stuff. Or you can go to watchchad.com and get it. Boom. Even put the lyrics on the back of the CD cover where you can sing along. Uh, yeah, we got a bunch of those, Steve. Heck yeah. Nice. Party foul. Let's get them mailed out. We got, we got a bunch of them, man. You awake today? Nope. You don't have the COVID, do you? Nope. How many cups of coffee have you had? Three. You know what Steve's been doing? He's been loading up on vitamin C. 2,000 milligrams a day. That's that's Steve's plan. He's been listening to Glenn Beck on radio mm-hmm. in the morning. So Steve may be our resident expert at this point on COVID-19. Could be. Um, I found out this morning that I need an isolation room in my house. Yeah. Within my house. Yeah. Because everybody has the ability to do that, yeah. you know, to build I mean, an air pressurized. All this stuff Glenn's been talking about for years. Oh, Glenn Beck's having a field day. Yeah. The world's finally ending. 
He's finally getting something to talk about. He's like, I told you to be prepping. Told you. Now go buy some gold. You just got what? Gold and silver are actually down right now. They're down. It's a good time to buy. Because people are dumping it. Yeah. Yes, exactly right. They're gold. Steve knows. The people are dumping it. Yeah. I got my gold and silver. I also have uh, a stockpile and cash of weapons and ammunition and I don't really worry about that kind of stuff in Texas, though. Do you? I don't. Actually, The over there at Texas Gun Experience, we've had three of our busiest days. Yeah. I don't think... Now, There's that air isn't even recirculated. They have got a system that's state-of-the-art. <laughs> You're breathing some really fresh air at Texas Gun Experience. Maybe that's why they're all there. Yeah. But it has been... It, it, it has been good there. So people aren't, they're showing up. They're shooting. <clears throat> That's what's going on. I mean, you go to Academy Sporting Goods. Uh, you went out and bought some rounds of twenty two over the weekend, didn't you, Steve? Yeah, I bought everything they had left. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> 9mm is gone, gone, gone. Nobody mm-hmm. has 9 millimeter, So I, I guess that's everybody's round of choice, which doesn't is not surprising. I think it always has been. But it's hard mm-hmm. to find 9 millimeter bullets. Um, uh, it's okay. I got a bazooka. How about that? I'm gonna, light, I'm gonna light the whole house up. Catch me outside. My my go-to gun of choice is a uh, is a five seven, which will embed twelve inches into the wall, uh, <laughs> or go through and hit the neighbor. It's fantastic. One of those big old Desert Eagle forty fours. Boom. Ba-choo. Boom. Or do like Joe Biden said. Just go out there and just blast two shotgun blasts, Jill. That's it. And go out there and see it. It's been an interesting day. You talk about gold and silver trading halted this morning. Uh, the opening bell, it it halted at the opening bell mm-hmm. because the Dow fell 9%. Um, this is a crazy, crazy thing. I actually went on yesterday and did something I haven't done in a long time. I subscribed to one of my investor um, things that sends you the daily emails of just kind of keeping up with things. I think now's a good time. I'm a capitalist. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm all about selling CDs. I'm all about selling T-shirts. Shop.blazemedia.com. I promise you it does not come from China or Italy. You're safe. Uh, it's party time, Ma. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what you make of it. Yep. I mean, this is Charmageddon at this point. Somewhere Mr. Whipple is rolling over in his grave because people have been squeezing that Charmin. It's Charmageddon. I mean, I saw the funny, the funniest meme, and the memes are great, right? And, and let me just go on record before we get into this stuff. Let me go on record and say, I am not making light of COVID-19 or the coronavirus. I'm not at all. We're taking precautions. We're doing everything we can. Our shows in Colorado were canceled. We didn't cancel them. Steve, you and no, I would have gone. I did, I did not cancel it. I would have went. That's, we uh, go where angels are fear to tread. That's so right. we would have gone. Uh, we are on a certain level protocol shutdown here at the Blaze Studios. Mm-hmm. People aren't traveling in. They're not getting on planes. We're not getting on planes. There's a restriction there. Uh, because we're being smart about it. Uh, someone accused me yesterday of calling it a hoax. I, I never called it a hoax. Mm-hmm. I never said that at all. I do, however, find humor in the pandemonium. Because for me, everything is a sociological experiment. How do people react right. in a crisis? Now, we're seeing something that's unprecedented. Never seen this stuff before. <clears throat> Volatile stock market, billion-dollar industry shutting down, curfews being enacted with potential fines. Mm-hmm. Uh, businesses having to close down at 8 and 9 o'clock in certain places of the country. You can't gather with people over 50. And is there a possibility these businesses are going to have to they're be mandated ha- to close down? Yeah, they're going to be. And, and so some of that is happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see what happens. But I'll, I'll tell you, it's it's the economic 
concerns that have me because small business owners, you, you're going to get – I mean, we're all going to start from scratch, right, Candace? That's what's going to happen. We're all going to start from scratch with zero. <laughs> that's the deal. You're absolutely right. I had y'all talking about your show's canceling. I hope that's not true, by the way. I'm saying that tongue I agree. in cheek. But I hope that's not true. Anyway. No, you're right. I have a – I had a gig emceeing an event at South by Southwest that got canceled, obviously. Yep. And then uh, today I just saw come across the wire that they are going to do the NFL draft, which I also get to be a part of um, on, you know, online. Yeah. No, no audience is allowed. Well, that affects me. So sure we're all we're all seeing the effects of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, churches, their churches, mm-hmm. congregations. I mean, the, the pews are empty. The seats are empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's interesting to see how everybody is having to adjust with this deal. Uh, Steve and I went by the Walmart the other day in another city, and it was just it was like you walk in there, Candice, you walk in there and everything was normal. Right. Until you got back to the toilet paper aisle and then it was like you had walked into the Walmart octagon. Yes. Like you were now in the crucible. And I mean, people were like, uh, and Bougie Sean, he asked the guy, he said, do you have any more cases? Because Bougie come out with a case. <laughs> you got any more cases? And they said, uh, the guy was like sweating and he was all just ragged like he'd been beaten up. And he goes, I don't know what we got. I don't know what we got anymore. Mama, mama, <laughs> mama. It was like Normandy all over again. Mm-hmm. It really was. There were body parts, fingers. I mean, it was just crazy in the Walmart. Yeah, the guy was kind of upset at me because I was waiting for him to pull the stuff out of the box. Yeah. And I'm like, don't even put it on the shelf. Just hand it to me. But he was like, no, he had to put it up on the shelf. Yeah, Steve was like, uh, yeah, it's like they were giving out babies in third world countries. Yeah. It really was. Give me mine. Give me my kid. You know, it's like Solomon in the, in the, the, when he threatened to cut the baby in half and the real mother said, no, let her have it. That's kind of the way it is with the toilet paper right now. I think panic is contagious. That mob mentality is contagious. Is. When you see it, you almost feel like you need to be a part of it because you're going yeah. You know, it, it, so well, and that's one of the concerns we're going to get into because when you talk about this stock market, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Donald Trump does not want the stock market to go down. That is one of his reelection platforms, right? That's the one of the big deals. He needs the economy to mm-hmm. be strong. So for him to shut things down the way he is, eh, it sort of makes me concerned that there's something out there we don't know. And I want to talk about that. But first, if you own a car or a house, you know that shopping for insurance, it's a mind-numbing, soul-sucking process. It can take you forever, but you need to have insurance. So stop overpaying for it. You can get a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have with help from Gabby. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. You just link your current insurance account and in about two minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you already have. That's exactly what I did, and they saved me money. Gabby customers save $825 per year on average, and if they can't find you savings like they did for me, then they're just going to let you know so you can relax knowing you have the best deal and the best rate that's out there. So Gabby is free to use, and they will never sell your info. So no annoying spam or robocalls. Take two minutes right now or when the show's over with to see how much you can save on your car and homeowner's insurance. Go to Gabby.com slash watch Chad. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Chad. Gabby.com slash watch Chad. We're going to get deep into the coronavirus weeds when we come back. Don't move.
England has shut down, folks. Britain has shut down. Boris Johnson said, don't do it. Don't go out. Mm-hmm. Don't be in public places. No theaters, no cinema. Uh, don't be going to the store unnecessarily. Uh, he did say it is advised that you don't go to the pub. Uh, <laughs> they'll have a riot in the UK if they tell those guys they can't go to the pub. It's going down. Because, I mean, what else are you going to do? The food sucks. Right? It's horrible. You need um, a place to and escape. And I love my folks in the UK, but I don't love your food at all. Let me talk about some real things that are happening here. Uh, am I making light? In some regards, yes, I am, because we're so first world. We've already failed the test, folks. We have failed this test. Is something serious going on? Absolutely. I don't understand why all these people that make eight figures a year are supposedly getting the coronavirus. Uh, if you get on cue, the very interesting things that are out there, their scenarios, uh, I'll just say them. I'll just say them. Shall we say them, Candace? You would advise against it? All right, let's advise against it. You can go find out for yourself. I'm not saying I believe them. I'm just saying there's some radical ideas that are out there about what's going on, some conspiracies. Uh, Chick-fil-A has shut down its dining rooms. Smart. Mm. But this done got real now. If Chick-fil-A shutting down, oh, oh. Starbucks is closing some of their stores and restricting others just coffee to go. Uh, you start shutting down coffee, the Starbucks, man. Oh, boy, howdy. I saw yesterday a picture of a line, the line at Costco. It was down the street. It was down the street. Look at Steve over there taking precaution. Look at you. See, I'm already starting to convince you, huh? Yeah, I'm like become a germaphobe overnight. Well, I've never been. I've always been germ conscious. I'm not a germaphobe. But you know what we got to do? We got to stop shaking hands. You know where shaking hands came from? Like in the 15th century when you had a, you might have been hiding a broadsword behind your back. So mm-hmm. you reached out and you shook hands to prove that you weren't coming in armed like you were going to ambush somebody when you said hello. We're not carrying broadswords anymore. You really don't need to shake hands. That's hard for me, though, because I'm even a it's, hugger. I know. Like I'm I, a hugger, too. I'm a hugger. It's, and, and hugging makes more sense to me than... Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a kisser on the mouth right there. That's right. I'm very French in that regards. Um, I, but yeah... You know, a little fist bump, a little elbow bump, whatever. Did you see last night Joe Biden and Bunny, Bunny, mm-hmm. they kind of did their elbows together and stuff like that? Eh, they probably both. I mean, you know. President Trump, by the way, tested negative. Uh, a lot of people have been testing negative. That's what I would say, too, though. If I was the president, I'd <laughs> say, sure you would. I would say I tested <laughs> negative as well. Yeah. And hey, in an encouraging, encouraging news, coronavirus cases and deaths, they're not higher outside of China than inside. But do we trust the Chinese? Do we trust the Chinese? I don't know. Not at this I point. I don't know. Let, let me just tell you, I, am I concerned? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I am. And if you look at the numbers, if you compare, there's a chart out there. It just shows you day by day the cases in Italy and the cases in America. We're outpacing Italy at this point of people who are testing positive. Um. But we're bigger. We're a larger country, so the ratio and percentage is going to be less. Uh, but they're still, in terms of the actual cases, we're outpacing them. And the thing you got to be careful of, hot news, is is folks who have underlying conditions and the elderly. We can't be exposing them. That's why it matters. You and I were talking about that with our parents. Yeah. My mom has COPD. Yeah. And so this could be a very life-threatening situation yeah. if she 
I, you know, I texted my mother this morning. Mm-hmm. I said, stay put. Don't go anywhere. Get people to bring you stuff, whatever. Uh, she's not feeling well anyway from some other conditions, but yeah. you know, she's like, I can't go anywhere anyway. So that's, it's, it's one of those things where it's horrible. And I know that, uh, Allison, everybody knows Allison. Uh, she has started going out and, you know, we've kind of put together some stuff where if people do need some help or need some things delivered, yes. we've got resources for that to happen. Places like Domino's Pizza have a new policy of no contact delivery. You can mm. request that they just place it on the porch and back away slowly, <laughs> you know, uh, which I mean, you think about stuff like that. I mean, how much contact do you come into with strangers? I don't even like using, you know, when you got to put your pin in at the ATM or at the use a debit card at the grocery store. I don't like touch. I've never liked touching that stuff. Now you're sharing germs with everybody. I mean, you're talking about COVID-19 germs or whatever you want to call them. They're, they can live on surfaces, metal surfaces for like 12 hours. What you got, Candice? What you got? Girl, get so, that microphone over to your face. So you, you make a very valid point. Mm-hmm. And I agree with this. But at the same time, the U.S. Postal Service is still running. Yep. Mm-hmm. FedEx and UPS. Amazon's still shipping out. Like at Chick-fil-A. Okay, they're closing down the dining rooms, but you're still going through the uh, drive-thru. Yep. One person's out there for eight hours at a time swiping cards. It's the same person over and over again. Yep. I doubt they're sanitizing after every card. Right. And I've had the exact same thoughts. Uh, I vocalized that same thing. I mean, they're still delivering mail from all over. Well, and the last guy I'm worried about at Domino's is the one delivering the actual pizza itself. I don't actually ever touch that guy. It's the guy who actually handled the pizza. That so you're, was, say, you know, you're saying that a you know triple X movie's never broken out between you and the pizza delivery guy? I don't touch that guy. No, but I've watched those. Yeah, you have. I've watched them, but that no, I don't touch. I mean, that was that'd be the least of my worries is yeah. the delivery well, guy. We went to Whataburger this morning through the drive-through, and the lady had uh, rubber uh, the latex gloves on. It, to it, protect herself. Yeah, that's course. that's the only person it protects. <laughs> well, like, she should have threw me a pair of gloves too. I guess. I know that'd have been nice of her. Well, there's just absolutely no way to stop the spread of germs, sure. right? And I've always encouraged people with this antibacterial stuff. I mean, stop lubing yourself up. You're killing the good bacteria too. You're killing mm. the good stuff. Uh, soap and water, warm, warm. I mean, you should wash your hands for about two minutes and do it several times a day. And but you're not going to stop it. I mean, I've coughed in your mouth three times already, and we've just been in here for an hour. Mm-hmm. Watch Dry me. Coughed. Watch this. Yeah. Oh, geez. Uh, but you're seeing this in Ohio, Illinois, California, different places now. New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut announced this morning in that tri-state area uh, that people need to get in 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. Uh, you don't need to be out in a place like a bar with more than a gathering of 50 people. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, those numbers don't make sense to me. It's weird. Uh, Gavin Newsom called for the closure. Of course, he's the governor of California. Uh, he wants all the bars closed. That makes me unhappy, Steve, right there. I don't yeah. like that. That's not good stuff. Uh, he said that the restaurants are going to have to cut their seating capacity by 50% to fifty percent to social distance people. I don't like this new terminology we have to come up for with every circumstance and situation in our lives. You know, we never used words like collusion. We never used words like uh, pandemic. I mean, we've ha- we've had those words, but those weren't daily experiences for us. Now we have to talk about social distancing. You're not supposed to be more than six feet away from, or you're supposed to be at least six feet away from somebody. You and I have a tape measure. Mm-hmm. I just figure if I can't smell you, I'm good, right? Can I ask you a question? No. Okay. What? Okay, so 
I, I think a lot of people have this confusion. If we're comparing it to the flu, we're comparing you know this to other the coronavirus. We <laughs> said a couple of weeks ago was nothing new. It was on the back of the Lysol wipes that we use today. Um, and they're I know they're trying to control the spread. Is this like the flu now, where it's too little, too late? So why are we shutting down our whole country? to try to prevent the spread of something that's obviously going to spread that has a 99% recovery rate? I'm I'm asking. Well, because uh, the simple answer is because we're Americans and we're used to just going wherever we want to go and do whatever whatever we want to do. And so unless there's some restrictions placed on us, we're just going to keep on doing that. People are already starting to feel, see, like the thing that makes me antsy is when they start telling me I can't go somewhere because I'm an American. Mm, right. My natural inclination is to say, screw you. I go wherever I want to go. If I want to go out to McDonald's right now, I'm going to go to McDonald's. I should have the freedom of choice to go out there. But you're right. It doesn't affect me so much with the recovery rate, but it could affect those that I come in contact with. And I understand with. and respect that. I just said that with, yeah. with my mom. The problem, that, the, the thing that concerns me is that is this an overreaction that is going to send us into a massive recession? That's the issue we're talking about. That the, is where the panic is. This is the panic that we really, where's the balance? Yeah, that's that's the concern because you have small business. Uh, you, you have all of these things out there. You have people, you have people who can't cook. Right? right. You have people who, I mean, just on a practical level, they can't cook. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, you know, cooking ain't for everybody. There's people who don't have the life savings or the money to be able to live, say, a month or six weeks or two months without going out there and earning money. And they're so, making ends meet yeah, at this point. A, yeah. So we've got bills that have to be paid. You know, the president's doing different incentives, things like waiving interest on federal federal mm-hmm. uh, loans for college students and things like that. But it may be too little too late. We'll see. I think we're ahead of the game, but who knows? We'll talk about it just a little bit more when we come back. Hey guys, just a few minutes left. I want to remind you that we are going to be coming to you uh, each day with breaking things that are happening, talking about the current issues, because we don't know by Wednesday, as Candace has said, and as many have said, and I tend to agree with her, I said it to my wife this morning, we might not recognize our country by Wednesday. I hope that's not true. But at the pace things are moving and changing, you don't like to hear that. You don't like to hear that, but I'm just telling you, um, it's out of our control. It's not our call. Uh, I don't think that they can house arrest 200 million Americans, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Candace, hot take. Your thoughts. What's going on? What should people do? Um, okay, so basically the stores are kind of dwindling, but it's never like a bad idea to have canned food or cash. And not just in this situation, but just in general to have around your house. So. Yeah. You can go to preparewithchad.com. Uh, they're behind on their delivery, but you can do it. Uh, Steve? There are two things. Uh, they're not burning bodies in the streets yet, mm-hmm. um, but let's please refrain from sharing toothbrushes until this thing's over. <laughs> yeah. And maybe get buy a new toothbrush, you <laughs> nasty people. What do you got, Hot News? I do think there's still a lot of things in our control as a nation. We mm-hmm. come together and stop hitting the panic button mm-hmm. because right now everybody is... Again, that mob, mob mentality is real. So if we just chill out and do the, the things that we should have always been doing anyway, washing our hands more, I was bad about that. Yeah. But I am washing my hands more and just chill out and let this pass. Let the sun come out. 
yeah. it's going to come out and make it all better. That's true. Go to watchchad.com. Uh, shows got canceled uh, in Colorado, and that's what I was telling you. You know, people were like, oh, well, you're no better than anybody else for canceling your shows. You're like, I'm like, well, it wasn't our call. I mean, if I go to the venues now uh, and do a show, that's called breaking and entering. So I can't do that. I don't, it's not my venue. I can't go in there and force myself in and do the show. Um, but we are concerned with everybody's health and safety, and we're praying for folks, man. We really are. Uh, you can go get the record. He's still your president because no matter what, two things, Jesus is on the throne and Donald Trump's still your president, whether you like it or not. You can get all kind of fun things at watchchad.com, entertain yourself. Go to our YouTube channel and just binge watch all of the episodes. Chad, pray the show. We love y'all. God bless. See you next time.